0: You. 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 Forrest Whitaker face. Clarence Thomas face. What's happening? It's popping. Uh, oh, I, I I get you in the get you in the groove. Uh. Yeah. All right. I'm done. You ain't ready to rock. Are
1: you done?
0: You ain't ready to rock.
1: Are you done? Huh? Are you finished or are you done? Huh? Wait a minute. All right. You ain't ready to party. That
0: beat knocking. You wasn't outside for that. That beat knocking. Oh oh it was knocking up. I got you, I got you. Shut up. All right. All right. All right. That's 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 the mood I'm in.
1: Um what's up? What's happening? Watching this Doctor Ford testimony. Against uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Um, so yeah, that's what's happening at the moment. What's happening yeah. with you, Hollywood? I
0: mean, I'm just and out even here. Even want
1: to show up to his own baby shower to like ten o'clock, Hollywood. I didn't want to
0: show up to my own baby shower at ten o'clock,
1: <sighs> Hollywood. <sighs>
0: you must have got that memo from somebody else you must have picked up I must have got that memo else.
1: from somebody else or I, I, I got I that memo from being there and not seeing you because it was like 10 o'clock and you would nowhere know where to be found
0: that's not true blaspheme blaspheme
1: his name is Hollywood ladies and gentlemen I blaspheme
0: now, this
1: very day I was today years old when I found out why I Corey Aaron David. Reed calls himself Hollywood.
0: You can't give yourself a nickname, first off. Me? That was give I said anybody. You can't just give yourself a nickname. Don't yeah, work you like can. that. No, no. No. No, it does you not definitely work like that. Can. No. That's stupid. For me to be like, yo,
1: from now on,
0: y'all call me Hollywood. I don't want to be called Corey no more.
1: People do that every day, B.
0: Hey, how many people
1: still call him by their real name? No, like, nigga, who you think started calling Jay Ho? Like, he named himself that. Puff. Uh, like, them niggas. Yay. Uh, like, they all call themselves that.
0: I think Yay got that from a whole bunch of other people. Kanye to nah. the... Yeah, I don't I don't know
1: if niggas yeah, just started calling... People, people name themselves all the time.
0: I'm going to have to agree to this one
1: hollywood
0: the name myself that that came from i'm gonna call him by his slave name trevor (laughs) neal named me hollywood when i I, we went to florida one year um i forget what it was but i think it was a church trip we went to florida we was watching that was backstage just came out on dvd and we must have watched that joint a million times. And it was a part where Memphis Bleak walked past the camera. And he doing his introduction. He goes, I'm Memphis Bleak, aka the Memphis man, aka Little Hollywood. And from that point forward, for those that never knew
1: how I got that name, there you have it. History lesson. Doesn't change the fact that you were completely Hollywood and all diva-esque. Either way. Friday for the baby shower.
0: Either way.
1: Go
0: ahead. Um, Either way. Speaking of names, what's a nickname like a little, I don't want to call it a cat call, but a nickname you would hate your significant other to call you?
1: Hmm. You know, that yeah. I don't, yeah, the, I don't honey, sweetheart. I don't know. I don't think I've ever, I don't think he's ever used anything other than like babe. Yeah. My love, that's all you know. It's all fine and
0: dandy. You mentioned one, the one for me that I can't stand, and honey gets under my skin. Don't call me honey, man. Really, why? Don't, I feel like honey <laughs> is so.
1: <old.
0: laughs> I so old, so old.
1: Honey, you don't like that.
0: Don't call me. Do not. Call me, honey.
1: Oh, man. That's so crazy. And what do you call your wife? Babe? Baby? Some other stuff I can't say, but (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) I I don't know why, honey, just... I feel like we, we we like 60 or something. Don't call me honey, fam. Like we we young. Don't be like I can't I don't ever I've never called her honey because
1: I I just don't like how it sounds. Like
0: honey? Could you could you do this, honey? You know what
1: I don't like? I don't like bay. Bay. Yeah. He's never used it, but just like seeing people refer especially like if you're married, like come on, grow up. That's not your bay, like that's your significant other the that's word is yeah, it just seems so like ghetto and immature to me it's, that one I do not like don't call don't call me bay if you're listening email't <laughs> <laughs> don't, <call, laughs> don't call me bay
0: email let's 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 have a nice little uh i want to call it. A litmus test. Let's let have you record yourself calling her Bay and see what the
1: outcome. Don't do it to him. Oh my god. Yeah, Bay is well, a no go for me.
0: Yeah, honey, it just it, it just it's like nails on a chalkboard when I hear someone calling <laughs> somebody else.
1: Um,
0: um, but are yeah. you good? Outside of that, life is treating you happy? Yeah. Life is all right. I, I had somebody express some interest in coming up here. Um I'm trying to see if we still can make that happen. Um, we don't ever introduce this. We don't ever go, hey, welcome to whatever phase podcast. This is blah, blah, blah. We literally just start and go. We don't
1: Hit him with the intro like you, then. I feel
0: like you know who you listen to when you hear the Europe and then we call each other the names. That's kind of
1: basically our intro. Yeah. That's our signature intro. But if you okay. want to, you know, take it a little bit more formal. No. Welcome nah. to the Mm-mm. today Mm-mm. is Mm-mm. Okay.
0: I listen to a lot of podcasts and they do that, and I was just thinking dang, we never did that. And I'm saying, you know what? It's a good thing we never did that. We're unique. Yeah, we got to stand out. We got our own little intro, and, and that's that's cool by me.
1: Yeah. I'm alright with it. Um,
0: Hold on. I gotta... I gotta get this together. Um, I wanted to talk to you... You got an
1: A-block, son?
0: I, I, it's no A-block. Come on. Don't... <laughs> So, there's no A. Sound like mm-hmm.
1: you were pulling notes together.
0: No, I have I have nothing. Okay. As a matter of fact, up until this point, I've been <laughs> debating what I wanted to talk about on here, but uh, I have nothing. Um, I was going to tell you last week. I said Baker Mill, Baker Mayfield. What did I say? Yeah, did I not say that boy was the truth. Yeah.
1: Said he was better than Tyrod. Yeah. What happened? He went out there and proved me right. He did. But the Giants weren't – the Giants. The Jets weren't really prepared for Baker. So it could be that, you know, he 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 has a good arm. That boy could zip that football. Um. So that's that. And it could also be a little bit of the Jets had no game plan. For Baker Mayfield, so it was just kind of like you know, they was just winging it, and he was just slinging it. That was um, really corny, but you get bars, the point. Bars, <laughs> bars, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. I see you out here. Uh, matter of fact, I do see you out here. Owen through-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was that you? I played Sunday this week. I That you beat me by like eight points. First of all, okay, so calm down. <laughs> That's like a, all right. You want me to do this to pull you? It oh, out. Okay. Pull it up. Okay. This nigga Tom Brady wants to, like, <laughs> against his <laughs> own freaking defensive coordinator. Like, you don't know what this nigga gonna do?
0: Oh, God. Let me pull it up. Hold on. Sam, the score was one se- 117 to like 40. Stop. No,
1: it was not. You're <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> 117. <laughs>
0: One sixteen point ten to forty seven point twelve wow. was the final score of last week's game. Yeah, that just was, so. Yeah. Oh God, Tom Brady gave you a measly nine points.
1: Nine points, bro. Larry Fitz. Oh man, two That's... points. <sighs> <laughs> Whatever.
0: Oh, Oprah. Well no. Back to them not uh being ready for bigger. I agree. But that's what I told you last week when we were talking about um Pat Patty Mahomes. There's no tape. So yeah. you can't really prepare. Um you can look at college stuff, but you can't base how they play in college against uh professionals, grown professionals that get paid to play the sport. Right. Um Do you think this makes the Browns coach look stupid for not starting him from day one?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like I like Hugh too. He's just he's just he he don't seem to get it to me. Like (laughs) (laughs) watching him on Hard Knocks, it was like this this dude's the coach? Like, I don't know. There's like something weird about him. He seemed more like um like a high school athletic director more so than like an NFL football head coach. He just has a weird, I don't know. I can't, I don't know what it is about him, but he just doesn't seem to get it. And clearly he dropped the ball on, on start and Baker right out the gate. Um, they probably would was... have been three, and know, probably well, the first
0: game. You can't really, um... the
1: first game, they definitely should have won that. It was like a lot of miss. you know, missed field goals and um, the extra kick, the extra point after the touchdown. I mean, it was a lot of that. Tyrod did a good job of, you know, keeping them in it, but the the kicker, to my point that I was saying last week, get rid of these niggas because they ain't doing their job, um, clearly blew that game for them. So, you know, they could have had a better record, 2-1, and one, I would say, at least, with Baker. I
0: think The problem is uh, coaches are stubborn. And when they go about things their way and what they think is going to be the right way, uh, it takes a lot for them to eat that, that they were wrong. Yeah. It takes a lot for them to be like, I messed up. He should have been a starter from the get-go. Because in hard knocks, you clearly see – when they were uh, practicing and all that other stuff, Baker had or has whatever it is, Baker got it. Mm -hmm. And he has the team's attention. Mm -hmm. And when they told him he was going to be the backup, I'm like, yeah, that's a pride thing. He don't want to, for whatever reason, he trying to make it seem like he want Baker to own the spot. But there was nothing to earn. Like, it's not like...
1: There really wasn't a real competition. It was like... We're talking about Tyrod. I mean, he's like, you know, he's decent. He can win you some games, but, you know, like, Baker is special. Tyrod
0: wasn't good in college, though, so
1: I don't know why. I think he gets – because, you know, he took the, the Bills to the playoffs. They won, well, was it nine games or something like that. So he did pretty decent his time in Buffalo. But, yeah, he's not, like, special. He's just, you know – Regular schmeggler Make special.
0: I think we should change the... Uh, but being that Friday is when we drop. I think we should change the game we picked to the Monday night game as opposed to Thursday night. Okay. Only reason why is because then it gives us a chance to see if we were... Well, we still get a chance to see if we were right or wrong, but when people uh, hit us... They here Friday, and I was picking Thursday night games on from Friday from
1: last <laughs> week. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I think we should uh start doing that. Kudos to um, what's Kaepernick's teammate's name? Oh, not yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Kudos to him. Yeah. Uh, sign with the Panthers. job.
1: I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Does that mean um, Kaepernick is next? Is there hope for Cap? Um me
0: personally, I don't think he should sign.
1: You don't? Do you think he'll get more money from the grievance? Like you think Yeah. So do you think it's about the money for him and not like just wanting to play the game that he's loved to play for all these years? No, I don't think it
0: has anything to do with the money because he got paid. He left the he left the Niners. He didn't get dropped from Niners, he left the Niners. Mm -hmm. Um so it's not a matter of him getting paid. I don't, I don't think it's ever been an a issue about money for him. I think his genuine heart was trying to raise awareness, trying to bring um, light to the situation and using his platform as an athlete to do that. Um, I don't think it was ever about the money. So that's, so me saying I kind of want him
1: to continue and ride out is because I feel like... But you want him he, to get the money from the NFL.
0: Yeah, from that collusion? Co- Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Get the money from the collusion case and continue doing what you were doing, mm-hmm. the, um, the Know Your Rights mm-hmm. uh, campaign. Use their money to fund that mm-hmm. because now that's more of a, a slap in the face to be like, y'all, y'all didn't want me to play when I was protesting. So now that I'm protesting and now y'all have to pay me mm-hmm. without paying? Yeah. Let me, yeah. let me let me really turn it up a notch. Yeah. Um, I saw a report that Nike um generated 6 billion dollars after um making him the face of that campaign.
1: I also read that Nike has contributed a lot of money to like Republican candidates.
0: <laughs> that, that that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. And that's why I think we had the conversation up here, and saying, "Oh well, is it a business move by Nike, right. or do they genuinely stand with Cap?" Yeah. Um, can't really
1: tell now because they made really big business off of it. Yeah, yeah, really big business. But I think it also goes to what we were saying: as long as you know, Cap gets some, he benefits from their, you know, from their backing as well. And they did somehow, you know, in a way, stick their neck out because they were susceptible to like backlash and, you know, protests from rednecks that wear the fake Nike stuff anyway. That's not even like <laughs> the legit, you know what I mean? Um, so I guess it was like a win-win for both, whether they really align themselves with his, you know, with his political views and what he's really doing. I don't know. If it matters to some people, but yeah, yeah,
0: I, I um, I just don't want Cap to. I don't want it to be like, oh, are you happy? Yeah.
1: They give
0: him. They give him a job, and then they put him on a bench. Yeah. And never play. Yeah. Yeah. That's my only beef with him. Uh, him taking a job is that like, all right. If you if there's no chance that you're gonna play, but just like to hush up the 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 noise from people um, protesting the NFL because of Kaepernick, if it's one of those situations, then yeah, I would rather you sit out, yeah, and continue to protest. If they're gonna pay you to sit on a bench just to be like, oh, see, mm-hmm. we uh he he's not black ball, mm-hmm.
1: nah. Yeah, I agree. Nah,
0: I agree. Um. I asked you last week, and you said they're not scary at all. I had a conversation and said, the Patriots, when do they hit the panic button? And I was told if they lose to the Dolphins and go 1-3 and while the Dolphins go 4-0, and then it might be time to panic in Foxborough.
1: Yeah. That's their division, right? Dolphins? Yeah. Yeah, so that's a problem. (laughs) That would be a problem. Um, Because you would have to depend on the Dolphins – losing the rest of the season so that you can win the rest of the season just to gain um, your division and ensure your spot in the playoffs. If not, if you never catch up to the Dolphins, you have to wait. You got to see what a wild card spot looks like, which is not really because the AFC is, you know, is not as strong as the NFC, Um, but it's still very early. So it's kind of hard to, you know, to paint that picture. But yeah, if you lose to the Dolphins, I think you you got to press that panic button. You have to. My my issue um
0: not with the Patriots per se, but in looking at that scenario, the Dolphins are 3-0. Like
1: That's a quiet 3-0. It's so. very quiet. I've never I haven't heard anything from the Dolphins since the opening since opening week, who do they even have? Ryan Tannehill? Who's he thrown to? Who's their running back? I don't know. Like Kenny. Kenny Stills is their uh, their go to. Um, out. Kenyon Drake.
0: Yeah, Kenyon Drake is their their uh, workhorse backfield. <laughs> 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 uh, they're making it. They're making it
1: work. Whatever they're doing is working. Yeah. Whatever they're doing that's is crazy. Just, yeah. Okay, Miami Dolphins.
0: There's dolphin fans right now. That's probably like, yeah, nigga.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Holler at me when your team win a game this season for the Oprah's out there. Holler at me if your team has not lost yet. I can't. But um, can you? Yeah. No. I can lost I, I lost to the Eagles uh last week.
1: Trash. That's a game.
0: A game we should have won, but whatever. All All right. I'll be happy with six wins for my team for a quarterback who hasn't played. In three years. <laughs> so. I'll take I'll take uh I'll take that. But I also saw a report that um Le'Veon. Uh, the teams that can sign him for uh the money that he's asking for, one of those teams happened to be the Colts, so yeah nigga.
1: come on, come to Indiana, bro. I had a very interesting thought. I don't really see anybody talking about it. I don't know if they have the money to do it, but the Patriots would seem like. The obvious, like, the obvious thing to me, y'all need a running back because y'all don't have any wide receivers. Y'all don't have any, off. like, the offense is ridiculously trash so far. Make something happen to get Le'Veon Bell in New England.
0: If the freaking Patriots land Le'Veon Bell...
1: Just book, him for the, just book them for, for that. Yeah, yeah, just book them for Tom was it six? Yeah, Just book them for six.
0: Just book them. You yeah, just you just made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> really I know the
1: Jets were trying to get him.
0: The Jets, the Texans. Hold on. The Jets, the Texans. The Colts. Um, I forget who other teams were.
1: Texans could use him too. What happened to D- to Deshaun?
0: People got film on him.
1: Yeah, he looks bad. Yeah, he looks he looks bad.
0: People got when you when you get like his first year, he was lightning in a pen, but once. Uh, Coordinators, defensive coordinators, get a um, get a hold of what you can do. They start, um, they start making their game plan about how to stop your strengths. and you can't do that if you don't, if you don't have film. If I can't watch and uh, like, so football is different from basketball. Basketball, you pretty much got games every day. Football, you got a week to prepare mm-hmm. for. You. And it's not like – in basketball, you can play so many different teams in a week. Football, you got one week to watch as much film as you can on the opposite team, get your defense together, get your offense together, and then see what happens on game day. Yeah. A lot of it comes down to – and and that's why I say in football, it's a matter of being out-coached because you can have the talent on a field, but if they can – like, if your defense can stop Aaron Rodgers or you can stop Tom Brady, you're kind of limiting what the offense can do. And if you can get those guys off the field and three, uh, three down, mm-hmm. the more you keep them on the bench, the better chance you have of
1: beating people like that. Yeah, like Belichick's disciple over there in Detroit. What's his name? Matt? Pat?
0: Pat is the disciple in uh Detroit. Um I was surprised that they won that game too. Patriots been playing from behind a lot this year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They don't have no offensive power.
0: And the defense ain't really stopping the nobody. The defense so like, is
1: terrible. I want. I really want to know what's happening over there in in New England, because it's like the players are talking more. Before it was just like very PC responses to the media. Now the players seem to be more loose-lipped. Uh, they really seem like intimidating as they once did. Like they let Blake Bortles go. Like <laughs> I can't get over that Blake Bortles performance. LeBron Bortles. They let Blake Bortles have it, and they lost to the Lions. Like I don't, I don't, I really, I would really like to be a fly on the wall in Gillette Stadium to 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 understand what's happening over there.
0: You know what? It is I equate it to when you have um, whatever the position be may be, whether it be a job, whether it be a strong family member. But if like there's one person that shields you from a lot of stuff. And always has their camp right. The moment that moment there is friction, or like people sense, or the protection is gone, it's a free fall. Mm -hmm. Because as long as that person is holding everything together, and people can't see, um, for instance, the the Jay Beyonce before the elevator. Mm -hmm. As long as people like don't know that you go through real life problems. And something like that—that that video comes out, then it's like, oh, they—they are—they are, they are, they are human, They're, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And and that's when it starts—not to unravel, but that's when you can see, okay, well, this was this was something that was protected. Mm-hmm. It's not protected now. Everybody has access to it. Um, yeah, it, it's exposed. That's yeah, a, that's, yeah. You, you're exposed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. you're exposed. Yeah. Yeah. It was a
0: good um, analogy. I mean, I, th- I do my best, man. I'm out here trying to make sure people get what we're saying. I'm out here. I'm out here.
1: Okay.
0: I want to ask you about this um, because it kind of freaked me out, but I, I need to uh, I need to turn the volume up for you for it because uh And you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about when you hear it. Hold on one second. You're going to know exactly what I'm talking about when you hear it. Right here. Here you go.
1: (laughs) Did you see the video when they put it on Thriller?
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. What, what? <laughs>
1: <Hold on. laughs> Yo, what was that? It wasn't even funny what he said. Like, why would you laugh like that? <laughs>
0: Yo, what? Sound like that nigga never laughed nigga, in his life what? he was trying it for the first time. Son. Yo, Kawhi.
1: Yeah, don't laugh at all. Like I would rather you just be stale face and like just don't laugh. If that's gonna be your laugh, nigga, keep that to yourself.
0: Don't never do that again. I'm happy that Greg Pop shielded us from that for so long. (laughs) Fam, what
1: what? What? Oh god.
0: Oh man. Yeah, I would not watch no stand up comedy with Kawhi. I would not watch any funny movie with this like fam.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) What is this nigga doing? What was that? What was that, yo? I don't... No thanks, yo. dude. Just don't talk, don't laugh, ball out. I want to use can't...
0: that as a sound clip for just forever. Forever. Just forever. I think it's
1: forever going to be funny.
0: When somebody tell a joke and I'm really not... <laughs> I wish I, like, laughed and left. Person. I wish <laughs> I could just in person whenever somebody says something that I'm not feeling at
1: all <laughs> oh god I just want that to be
0: I, I oh, said poor goodness. Kawhi man they got on this guy for not speaking not having a sense of humor and the moment he gives <laughs> you a glimpse of his sense of humor
1: this is what niggas is just... <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, oh man! Oh my god! Kawhi, why? Kawhi, why? This, why?
0: This, that nigga just man. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that was my good laugh for the day. i oh, This nigga's wild but uh, so basketball season uh coming up, um, it's here. Training camp started Tuesday. It's, it's here. We here. Is it me or are they they going back to like the old school shorts? Because I I saw like...
1: The short joints? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: I saw a picture of uh, the Lakers squad and still I'm I'm not impressed. (laughs) Outside of LeBron James. (laughs) Because you look at the Lakers photo... You look at the Celtics photo, you can look at the photo and be like, all right, Celtics may make some noise. You look at the Nets photo, you're gonna be like, Yo, these niggas might literally go over for eighty two, like whole. <laughs> you, you look at Golden State's
1: photo and you like God damn Yo Just from the photo, you know Just from like, the oh, photo okay. alone, like Okay. Boogie, KD, Steph, like, oh, man. All them niggas is mad big, except for Steph. They have
0: made teams change the way the game of basketball is played. That small lineup that Steve Kerr does? Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. yeah. you want any chance of beating them niggas? You have to have some athletic forwards. Yep. Some people that can get up and down the court because – uh you get a nigga right off the floor. And the part the fact that Boogie's not even starting the season and just from a photo alone, just looking mm-hmm. at the photo alone Still scary. Like,
1: yeah, like, what niggas going gonna to do with this team right here? What are they gonna do? Crazy. I
0: don't know, man. Um Jimmy Butler for sure doesn't want to go back
1: to Minnesota. Yeah. Heat Nation looking at him.
0: I saw that. Do you think he goes there?
1: I don't. <laughs> I think Minnesota probably wants too much. Probably more than, you know, any team is willing to give up just for Jimmy Butler. And then, you know, he could sign somewhere next year in free agency. So, it's like, okay, you ain't got nobody now. Um, So, I don't think teams are, like, really eager – to make that trade without ensuring him, you know, signing a long-term deal in free agency.
0: I don't know. I saw Stephen A. Smith um, comment on something, and I never really agree with Stephen on his thought process, but he said, Jimmy isn't a superstar, and that's where he loses that um, negotiating leverage. He's a star, but he's not a superstar. Team's not clamoring for uh, Jimmy Butler. Like, do you think NPA that's bank.
1: do you think that's because of the small markets he's been playing for?
0: No, I just think that there's other people. <laughs> coincidentally, <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> he's the he's the he's a prototype for what Jimmy Butler's supposed to be that two way player that's good defensively, but also can be an offensive problem. And so I don't think it's a small market. I just think that there's people there's people in place that do the same thing Jimmy does that are superstars. Like? You would say LeBron James is one of those people that defensively and offensively, he's a, he's a problem. People may say, I don't know how many um, all-star games he's been in, but, um, but you can't base it off all-star appearances because that's fan votes. But Kawhi Leonard would be one of those kind of superstars. Finals MVP, you kind of got to put his name in that category.
1: All right, Tell so last a- year, he only played 60 games, 59 games, averaged 22 points on 47%, five rebounds, five assists. Who's this? Jimmy. Okay um, so you're telling me, let's see here what the is this? page me signed for off oh, never mind sorry you went outside. So, Jimmy is not a superstar. He's a star?
0: He's a star. He's a star. And this is where, like, the conversation can go either way. A lot of people say Carmelo Anthony's not a superstar and that he's a star. A superstar
1: what? What?
0: Let's say all-star. Let's not say superstar. A lot of people may say Carmelo Anthony right now in the stage of his game is not an all-star. He's a star. Because that's where superstar kind of makes the, the the tier difference a little difference.
1: Yeah, because Jimmy is 18th in scoring last year. Right above him is Chris Paul. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just think um the the point um the point in Stephen A's comment was simply teams aren't going to be offering that much for Jimmy Butler because they don't see the value in
1: Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he's kind of injury prone too. Big name, uh, big name free agents.
0: You think of, and when you hear the names, you're gonna. I'm not saying that they're free agents, but when, like, when they're on the market, a James Harden, uh, a Westbrook, a Kyrie, um, a Kevin Durant, Boogie Cousins. Like people look at those people as. What about Clay?
1: If you're if you were a GM and on your board is clay is available, Jimmy's available. Realistically to you, those are the only two. Both play the same position. Both kind of, you know, asking for the same money maybe, you know. Who would you take?
0: I would say based off of health, I get more value out of Clay Thompson.
1: So your decision is solely based off longevity?
0: Not just not just solely based off of longevity, but um for me as a GM, I will look at the track record and be like, Okay, Clay did this with these people. If he were by himself, what would he like it's not like people look at Clay Thompson like he's a scrub, like he's just like someone on the, the warriors that rides the bench to the rings. No, he's, produ- he's productive.
1: Kind of sound like you was calling him a scrub initially.
0: No. No, no, no. No. What I'm, what I'm saying is people people look at his con- people undermine his contribution because of who he plays with.
1: True. But you you said that you would take Clay based off the health you ain't I say you, t- for you ain't you taking Clay because you know he's a lockdown defender and he's a one of the greatest three point shooters of in NBA history. You say you taking I Clay say, for health.
0: I say Clay for health because if I'm looking long term in terms of big big money, yeah, that's gonna play the most important part to me. I I'm sorry, for me, all that other stuff is rhetorical. I know that about Claire already but I also know the more important like that that stuff I don't even look at because that's like you know what you're getting and and from him okay so for me my thing is okay well when you break that down what is going to separate me going with a uh, clay thompson over uh jimmy butler and for me that's going to come down to well who's going to stay healthy i'm if i'm redo restructuring a franchise around somebody and I have those two individuals outside of play. I'm I'm, I'm taking play um, out of it. How you what you do on the court? I'm taking out of it for me for right now. There's too much attached to Jimmy Butler. Why has he been on? Um, why is he shifting teams like this? Why can't he ever like gel with whoever the star is on that team? Um, that that's where. Your on-court play kind of takes the back seat to me. That's why I wasn't even brought up first. Okay. And when I said health for Clay, it's okay, well, I know this person's going to give me at least 70 plus games a season and be productive. Mm-hmm. And then you got Jimmy Butler, who's a good basketball player, but is he going to be a headache? Right. Is a he lot comes make with it. it.
1: Yeah. Heard you and you and what would you do if that was you? Oh, I'm taking Clay, hands down. Hands down. He basically does the same thing Jimmy does, but he's Jim, he's a way better three-point shooter than Jimmy. And he just seems to, you know, like be content with whatever. Like don't matter you could bring whoever in here you want. I'm gonna still be Clay. I'm gonna still do me. I'm gonna still shoot. I'm gonna still defend and you know, we're gonna win games.
0: Bring in Kevin Durant, bring, re sign Steph Curry, and I'm going to show you that I'm still going to be productive. Yeah. That's saying a lot. That's
1: a lot. You don't, that type doesn't come by, you know, he's a once in a generational type of, he doesn't seem to have an ego. He comes, he does his job, he's content in his role, he understands what he needs to do. That's it, he's gonna contribute to team winning. Can't say the same for Jimmy.
0: Another part of what you said kind of that, that him not having an ego is for three championships.
1: Yeah, he got a right to have a swole head, but he don't seem to. (laughs) (laughs) Like, obviously, we don't know what goes on. You know, behind closed doors. But when the camera and the microphone is in his face, he seemed to be saying the right things, and he seemed to just be doing, just doing him. They lucked up with Clay. They lucked up with Clay.
0: That's through the draft, though. That's not like on trades.
1: That's not yeah. like oh, yeah. They
0: they they molded him. They took they, a chance. Somebody yeah, they else took a chance
1: him. on him, and you know they invested. And it's paying off. It's paying off. I can't, um,
0: bag. I can't do the swap swap teams who would be better, but I would love to know. Um, all right, let me think of a different player to uh, Draymond Green. Nah, I, I don't want to use anybody from the Warriors because they're the Warriors. But um, swap Jimmy Butler for James Harden. What team is better off?
1: Um, wherever, wherever James goes, like to the Timberwolves, Timberwolves are better off.
0: Okay. I was trying to find somebody that's equivalent to Jimmy, so I can make that swap. Because um, James don't play on no defense.
1: Yeah, he don't play no but, defense. Uh, but I think that him and him and Cat would have something. They would have something special. Kind of like what uh, um, CP three and and DeAndre had. Yeah. Like, James would easily feed him. Like, they'll just feed off of each other. Like, he'll score a bunch of points, and he'll get Kat a bunch of points. Like, that'll be easy. That'll be easy.
0: Dang, Jimmy.
1: Yeah. If Jimmy could shoot, like, shoot, like, three-pointers really well, I think he would be, like, that would set him apart a little bit. Like that would distinguish him more. But there are a lot of you know, two guards that, you know, amount of points and can defend pretty well.
0: I think the what? ego conversation in sports, um has to happen more because If your ego gets in the way of either you winning or you being in a situation to win, you can have all the talent in the world, but if nobody want to work with you, Des Bryant, T.O., nobody want to work with you, then you kind of like, what's the point?
1: think what Jimmy does is 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 really that special. Um he's just like a regular two guard, you know, he scores some points, decent defense. Um and that's pretty much it. He's not like a game changer, you know what I mean? Like he's really good.
0: I think the ego um ego and sports conversation needs to happen. Um if you have ego and all the talent in the world. If you have all the talent in the world and the ego, and nobody wants to work with you, then you pretty much have wasted that God-given talent. Yeah. If nobody wants to like align themselves with you, um, and I think we set it up here before, but it says a lot about Steph to be like, no, bring in KD.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it, it says a lot about like we won without him. But bring him in. Yeah, bring him in. That says a lot about you as a person and how you are in the locker room.
1: Yeah. Not just saying it, but getting on a plane and flying across the country to recruit him. Yeah. Because, like, you could say whatever, like, yeah, yeah, sure, you know. But for you to get on the plane and leave San Fran and come to New York and be like, yo, yeah, that says a lot.
0: Yeah. And then to and then for it to be productive, not just something like a, a wish list or a fantasy, like but for it to right. actually be productive. Yeah. Does Clay does Clay uh does Clay resign or you think he bounces?
1: I don't know. When I was looking at the picture the other day, I'm like Wow, three of these niggas could really not be with the Warriors next next season. Like, Steph signed his deal. Draymond is locked in, I think, for another two years. But KD has the option to opt out. Boogie's only signed for one year. And then Clay is the free agent next year. So I'm like, wow. Um, I think Clay stays. I think he's just, like, content with being the guy they called on, you know, to defend the best player on the opposing team. And knocking down some threes for us when when Steph is a little bit cold, I think he's okay with that role. I don't think Clay seeks to be like the man on a team. Like I don't get that vibe from him.
0: My thing is, if you're uh, if you're Clay, do you want to be the man? You're winning. It's working. Do you go someplace to be the man and lose?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. I don't get that. I don't get that energy that he that he like an alpha male type. Like I don't get that from him. Like he'll do what needs to be done to win, and I feel like he's okay with that where he is. Um. The Lakers could offer him something that they ain't gonna really lose if if, you know LeBron's there and they have him. That could be a nice situation for him. Um.
0: That would probably be the only scenario where it would make sense for me for for somebody like Clay go somewhere where you know, yeah, there's a chance you're gonna win. Versus, I want to be the man someplace. Like, cause he can go go to L.A. and play the same role he plays now and win yeah. more. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I think Clay stays. Um, Boogie, I think Boogie, I don't think Boogie, I don't think Boogie comes back. Like, obviously, there's a market out there for him, and he could, like, you know, really bank on the open market. And I don't think the Warriors have the money to give him. So I think he, he goes elsewhere. Um, I think KD – I back in. I, I feel like the Warriors will win another championship. And if they do, like, you can't just walk away from that. Like <laughs> – so I think K D opts back in you know, once they win. So he stays for another year. After that, I don't know. But I th- I think Clay comes back. I think Boogie's gone. If they win the championship, I think K D um opts back in for another year.
0: If they win another ring, um four and five years. KD would have three. Um, I can see him picking his bags up and trying to see if he can win someplace else. Um, For me, I I love the if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can see him, if they win another ring, him being like, all right, well, let me see if I can win someplace else. Let yeah, because can... KD
1: is the type of person that listens to the noise. So it was like, yeah. oh, you were kind of corny for going to a 73 win-, 73 win team that you almost beat in the Western Conference Finals, and you know, then jumping on that that special team and then winning the championship. It's kind of corny of you, you know. Um, you were the MVP, but that team was already solidified to win another championship. So he listens to a lot of noise. Um, like sources close to him say that he's very impulsive. So it's, you know, KD is kind of like, you know, you can't really figure him out. So I can see him, you know, just jumping ship if he wins his third one. Now that you mention it, because that would put him with LeBron. That would tie him with LeBron for three. But then, like, why would you chance it to go somewhere else when you could surpass him with with the Warriors? I don't know. He's a, he's a weird guy to try to figure out. But on one hand, I can see him be like, yeah, I'm going to go take my talents to like D.C., you know, closer to where I'm from and see what I can do for, for, for the Wizards and, you know, win a championship there. That way there won't be no asterisk next to my, you know, next to my championship rings. I can see that. And then I can also see him staying with Golden State to try to get the fourth one so he can surpass LeBron because that's always been in his head um, LeBron being 1A and him being 1B and him he, he wanting to be the best mentioned as the best in the world and Tata being second. So I can also see that scenario. Uh,
0: I I think it's... I'm not going to say LeBron's not going to win another one before he retires, but what, 16 seasons? hmm Father Time hasn't caught up to LeBron yet, but it's coming. Yeah, he's already and slowed, slowed down, down on defense. Is undefeated.
1: Yeah. He slowed down on defense. I saw on one of these shows, I don't remember, the Lakers moved the ball. Like, the pace is really fast for the Lakers last year. They were like one of the top teams with, with like the fastest pace. And LeBron has never played like fast pace. Like, he's never been in the top 10 fast paced teams like he's never played for a top 10 fast paced team so it's going to be interesting to see if luke walton kind of slows it down to accommodate lebron's game or does he keep it quick because he has those young guys and you know moving the ball that's kind of the way of the game now if they keep it fast paced does that take a toll on him a little bit quicker than it would have if he stayed in cleveland or if he went to another team that's not as fast paced as the lakers so that father time thing uh, could be knocking a little bit faster than we had expected, um, depending on the pace that Luke Walton decides to play. If they play as fast as they did last year. <laughs> LeBron is in really good shape, but he's he's aged and he has some he has some mouths on him, so that could be what game problem. was that?
0: In San Antonio, in uh, when the they in the finals, were, he and was he was
1: dehydrated. Yeah, he's, his legs cramping. <laughs> <laughs> he's notorious for getting cramped. So that could be a problem for him. That could be a problem for him. So we'll see. He had a four year deal, and he might not really make it out to that fourth year as we know him now.
0: Realistically, He's, a four-year deal,
1: how many rings do you think LeBron gets in the next four years? I really think it's contingent upon where Kevin Durant goes. That's so crazy, <laughs> right? I feel like if he, st- if he stays these next two years, then, like, obviously they win it. Even if you give LeBron another superstar, I, don't, I still don't think it, it'll be enough. To beat, like, if you put give give him Kawhi, like, I don't think that's enough to beat the Warriors. Um, so I'm giving the Warriors another two that leaves LeBron with two at year what 18, 19 would be those last two. Like, how productive is he gonna be two years from now? He's definitely not winning these first two years. That, yeah. So, how productive he's going to be two years from now if he if his body manages to hold together? I don't see him being that like he averaged what twenty seven points last year. I would give him a moderate twenty. Two years from now, I don't know. I don't think he ever. I don't think it's enough. I don't think. Nah. I'm not giving him no rings in LA.
0: I said it. So, in his career, he ends with what? Four?
1: Three? Three? Brian. He's going to sign with the Warriors for the veteran minimum after that four-year <laughs> <laughs> Don't chase them rings, Brian. Sign that veteran with the Warriors and get you. A, I think he finished. Like I don't see him. I definitely don't see him winning these first two years, and it's very difficult for me to imagine what LeBron would do in year nineteen and twenty with a league that's getting younger, faster. I don't. I don't. I don't see it unless they surround him with like. Three major pieces
0: when he just distributes, he you don't know, gotta be the leg
1: horse, the workhorse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm well, calling it. I don't, I don't, I don't see any rings, um, for LeBron in Los Angeles.
0: He's got four years, well, two years really, because we already we already know this year's not gonna cut it, and next year may may end up being the same, yeah um I think if he has the right because they 'cause they're gonna move heaven and earth if 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 they see he starts to take a decline, they're gonna move heaven and earth again mm-hmm. to make sure there's a team around him mm-hmm. um. So I'm gonna put a pop possible in there for LeBron James. I'm not giving him a not I'm not giving him a definite. He's got a possible in year three or four in LA. But these first two years, I agree. I don't think he's uh taking anything out of Steph's mouth. Pause. 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 Hey, yo. Pause um, for the Paul guards. Yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, we agree on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Before we cut, uh, I got two last things. Um, I feel like we talk about Kanye every week on this podcast, but this nigga just keeps doing some stupid
1: stuff. Makes <laughs> you. Did you see the videos of him, uh, talking under the train station. Hold on, let the train go by. I'm putting that on the shirt. Uh, please
0: do with with his face. I am, please.
1: Definitely. What are
0: your feelings on Kanye telling Nick Cannon that he can't talk about his ex in <sighs> interviews?
1: I, he's just an emotional guy. Like, I think any guy would say that. No.
0: No. Really? And you got me You got me all the way. All right. Sorry, TJ. You got me <laughs> all the way. Heft <laughs> up. If you think, like, okay, I'm going to put myself in both scenarios. If I'm in an interview and somebody asks me about one of my exes and I talk about that ex in the interview based off of the question and I don't feel like I've disrespected Whatever current relationship they have, or I was disrespectful to her. I'm cool, but if I'm the guy where some like one of Tiffany's exes were talking on a radio about Tiffany, like I, for me it comes down to were you respectful or not. Okay. If I feel like you were trying to get some some sly some sly stuff off in the interview, then yeah, I might have to press you a little bit because I feel like. I, right. you could have did that a completely different way, but if you wanted to ask your question like it's your past, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna act like you you didn't have a past
1: before me. I ain't gonna act like I didn't have a past before you. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like Kanye is super emotional. That's been proven like throughout his career. Like soon as we got to know Kanye as Kanye West, like. You can just see he's a super emotional person. And on top of everything that's happened recently with the meds and TMZ, slavery, like, he just bleeds out to me. And someone mentions his wife. It's kind of like, you know, some derogatory things that's connected to Kim Kardashian. You mentioned Kim Kardashian. The first thing that comes to your mind is what? So like he had right exactly. So he right has in. that, you know, he has that in his head. You know, his but wife,
0: that's your fault. Or,
1: brother? Yeah, it is, but listen, I might be biased, I don't know, but that didn't bother me at all. He just don't want people mentioning his wife. I mean, like you're not gonna be able to stop nobody, especially if you're not about that smoke, which you've already said that you're you're not. So you can't stop people from it but him mentioning like he's not really comfortable with people talking about like I don't have no problem with that. There's
0: know. no problem with you saying I don't have any problems like please like don't no please but don't mention my wife. I get that. I hear you. But on the same token, you got a song that says you're a whole and I love it. Like so you can talk about Kim, but we can't. Yeah. And that's not saying that song is directed towards Kim, but let's not act like you didn't know she had a past that was very, very public. Yeah. That wasn't a sex tape she showed you when they, when y'all got together. Oh, by the way. <laughs> just <Jessa, laughs> One can make the argument that's how she got the money she has now is because that sex tape was positioned properly to promote keeping up with the Kardashians and all that other stuff. Yeah, but you can't. You can't like. You can tell people don't talk about so and So, but as grown adults, I have the liberty to talk about whoever I want.
1: Especially, yeah, I, that, I, think, he's, yeah, I think he. Yeah, I don't think he understands that part. Like, I don't think he understands. Like, just just like you can come on IG and be like, "Yo, don't talk about my wife," like. People have the right to and people will, if asked about, you know, a past relationship with your wife, like they're going to answer the question. So I don't think he understands that people have had history with her and it'll come up because, you know, people like gossip and clickbait, you know what I mean? So, like, it's going to come up. And, you know, people are going to talk about it. And he has to learn to deal with that and understand that, you know, the past is the past. And we all have one. You just got to move forward and, you know, live live your life. Like, y'all have a great life. Like, it's okay. Like, she slept with Nick Cannon and a bunch of other people. Like, fine. It's it's okay. Like, you have her now. You guys are happily, happily married. Children. Businesses are great. Like, you know, focus on that. Like, just... But I don't think he I don't think he can he can grasp that that part of it, that people are gonna it's gonna come up in interviews and you know and it happens. It happens. So I don't fault him yeah, for doing yeah. it and I don't fault Nikana for like, you know, like you're not gonna silence me. Like if somebody asks me a question, like I'm gonna answer it, like I get that part of it too. Kanye has to like learn said, that, you it's,
0: know. It's respect. If I'm disrespecting, like, it's different if I'm completely running your relationship and her in the mud while I'm out. But like, if I'm respect- I'm respectful in what I say, Yeah. when I'm asked a question, it's not like I'm bringing it up. But if I'm asked a question, if I'm respectful, I mean, that's the least you can ask of somebody that's mentioning your current situation. Be respectful. Like,
1: the moment I feel like you're disrespecting, now I got to pressure you. All right, all right, I agree with that. And he wasn't Nick Cannon wasn't disrespectful about it. He was just, you know, responding to a question.
0: Yeah. Let me let me let me get this other song queued up just in case because uh well, lighthearted, um, before we get into that. Tiger Woods, congrats. Back on a winning team.
1: Finally. I don't claim Tiger. But yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Well.
0: <laughs> just mentioning that he, he won, right quick. But, you know, just, just saying he won. Um. I don't know if you want to you Usain Bolt do this one just like we did last week. Bill Cosby. But, uh, yep. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, it was. I'm so conflicted with this um, because we have an image of, of Bill Cosby Dr. Huxtable and of course that was just a character it's not a real life person um, and then you have this situation where a lot of women were affected by his actions that you can't really defend and um Anybody that's survived the sexual assault, rape, and have come forward, you know, they need to be commended and the accuser should be reprimanded. And just because it was Dr. Huxtable doesn't really mean that, you know, he should be his sin should be forgiven without paying for it. Um and
0: it's, You said that very eloquently.
1: Thank you. I try. You know, um, with that being said, it is infuriating, again, with the American justice system that out of all of the guys who, all, all of the celebrities, all of these celebrity men that have been accused of sexual assault or rape or sexual harassment two, five, 10, 20, 30 years ago, Bill Cosby The only one of color is the only one that's been convicted and serving time in like state prison and a man is 80 years old and you have harvey you got matt um charlie sheen donald the duck he became president (laughs) like and he's on camera like they have it on like on film admitting to sexually assaulting women and he was like okay so that part is infuriating the fact that cosby's the only one convicted all of them should be convicted reprimanded and paying for what they did to these women and that's the part that i'm upset about i'm not upset that he has to pay time like you did some really deplorable things to a lot of women and you have to pay for that I am annoyed that he is the only one paying for it. Like, all of them should be. And that's my take on the whole Cosby situation.
0: I wish for conversation that I could disagree with anything that you said just now. (laughs) I I really do. I really wish that I could disagree with anything you said. But you pretty much said exactly what I was feeling. I was in the um, dentist's office, and uh, the the news about Cosby came on. There was a couple. Me, it was me and another couple. We're the only ones in the waiting room. And Cosby lawyer got up and he said, um, "Justice Mister Cosby has not been finished uh, serving." Um, We do realize how this country treats um, African American males. And the lady goes, "Oh please, of course, she's a white Mm -hmm. woman and her husband like nudges her and she looks up and they look at me and it was almost (laughs) as if he was like chill chill and i wish i could go back and have the conversation with that woman open up the conversation and ask her well do you feel the same about harvey Mm -hmm. do you feel the same about donald Mm -hmm. do you feel the same about matt because for you to be like oh please one, you t- you're already telling me your 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 how you feel about America, not even a situation America. Okay. He he was wrong. He should be punished for what he did. What about everybody else? We were watching a yeah. a comedy special with DL Hughley, and D.L Hughley said Cosby should be like, Y'all too? Meaning <laughs> right. like looking at all these other people and being like, Oh, right. y'all got caught too? Um, I think it's it's crazy to me. The image of Cliff Huxable was one thing. Granted, it was a character. He played the character well. We fell in love with the character. As a person, it was, he, he did some horrible things. He should be held accountable for the things he did. If all these other people can just step down or lose their job or have no impact, I have an issue with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Zero impact. I ain't gonna lie, the the um the
0: mugshot and seeing Bill Cosby that same that same person being handcuffed was kind of crazy for me because I was like, wow, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. um, without pissing off the wrong people, and I don't care who I piss off about my own personal <laughs> feelings, but. I just feel like I I saw something that one of the one of the women that accused him, he paid her way through college, he gave her money for some other stuff. Um, she kept going back to his house for fourteen years. Like some like when I see stuff like that, I'm like, I can't take away from the fact that he hurt you. Mm-hmm. But in some way, you. But are how are it. you? You're responsible. Yeah. You're responsible because you took money from him. You kept going back. Mm-hmm. You waited up until now to say something. Mm-hmm. Like, I think what bothers me about this is Bill Cosby was getting ready to buy a network. Before Oprah had a, before Oprah had owned, Bill Cosby was getting ready to purchase a network. Mm-hmm. That's saying a lot about the power that he had yep. and the money that he came into. Yep. One day we're gonna have a conversation about this whole thing, and it's gonna be a genuine conversation about people like this young lady who was hurt, but still took his money, still used his name for job interviews, Mm -hmm. still like as a resource. Like Mm -hmm. something's got to be said for people like that. Yeah, it's okay that you you can take money from him, but now it's yeah I want to see him suffer. Granted, he hurt you. I got that, but something's got to be said that you took his money.
1: Absolutely, you used his name.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And now that you can't get anything else, it's okay. Well, put him behind bars. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I got. I got. I got a queued up. All right, I just was wanted to, right quick, just to shift it right quick, but what were you getting ready say?
1: Uh, I was also going to say that I want women to understand, and I'm not blaming women, so don't even, like, I don't want people to think I'm taking that angle, but do understand when a guy is inviting you to his house or his hotel room at a certain hour... Nigga. That you have to understand he's not trying to go over scene lines at 2 a.m. In the hotel room. So, you know what I mean? Like, by accepting the invitation, that's a little bit of a blurred line for a guy. Because I'm telling you to come to my hotel room. It's the wee hours of the morning. So, you know, it's it's important for us women to read between the lines. And, you know, understand that guys really just do think with their dicks most of the time. And if a guy's inviting you to his home or if y'all go out on a dinner date and it's like midnight and he asked you to come upstairs in a condo like Aziz with this, this uh, photographer girl, whatever she was, and he's asking you to come upstairs and it's like midnight or 1230, it's probably not to watch a movie. Like he probably doesn't really care about watching a movie after he just paid for your dinner and y'all had like a long walk home and he wants you to come upstairs. Like... You have to understand, Bam. you know, guys really do want, want one thing from a girl initially, and that's pussy. And let me let me tell you, that, as a guy, like, there's no
0: probably, there's no probably. It's a hundred percent a fact. I'm not inviting you over, yeah, it's, to, to it's, watch a movie, yeah, at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, no, yeah. So, when, ladies, if you can avoid, a lot of it could be avoided by just rejecting an invitation to a guy's hotel room or to his house, especially in the wee hours of the night. I, I, guys are really. I don't want
0: this to sound <laughs> controversial because this is not what I'm going for. But in the 70s, when Cosby was coming up, drugs were heavily popular. Mm-hmm. That's nobody's secret. You're not gonna sit here and tell me you didn't know at two AM he was like guys aren't giving you aspirin. They're not handing like Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that comes off to
1: somebody. It may sound wrong or like, oh nigga, are you you are yeah. you serious? I mean it may no. sound wrong, but in like in reality, like if somebody hands you something at two in the morning, like what do you what do you think it is? Like you have You're to, grown up. yeah, like you have to be smart about it, and you know use your brain and understand what the situation is. You're already in the hotel room, you see his alcohol there, and then he wants to hint like he's giving you a pill like what do you what do you think it is like a stimulant, but so ladies, like right. you know we have to wisen up and you know take control of the situation, um, not put ourselves in a situation where if we do say no, but the guy really doesn't understand no to be no, like, no, no, yeah, nigga, no, no. Like, put, don't put yourself in a situation where it could be a little bit blurred for a guy. You accepted the invitation to his house, so he's already thinking, okay, I'm I'm on second base. So I think that's a good place to wrap it up. I don't want to, you know,
0: push any buttons. Now I, I, if people want to have the conversation, I'm all about having the conversation because I'd rather us have the conversation than for people to be like, "Oh, well, no, they're this per, they this or they're that or you know, th- have it open up the lines of communication." That's part of the problem now is that we don't like talking about a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I agree. Um, there's a way to not blur the lines. Females, guys. Don't even look at your coworkers. Don't no, let let her send you emails and whatever requests. Let that be through uh, HR. Don't don't <laughs> at the water water cooler. Don't say nothing to nobody. You look up and keep moving. She she want to ask you something. Talk to talk to your manager or somebody else. <laughs> you stay out of it. Dude. Stay out of it. You want to go to dinner? Let her ask you if she wants to go to dinner, guys. If I can just give you some advice I'd <laughs> ask you. Don't ask nothing. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask a thing. In this day and age, don't even tell her she look pretty. Just keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You gotta do better, people. You gotta do better.
0: But until next week, I really appreciate the conversation mm-hmm. time you spent spend to listen. Uh, as always. Share us, don't be stingy. Share. We'll holler at y'all next like. week. Yeah.